Ready? A great big squash just sat upon his hat. You're listening to Swept Together, the story of a modern romance between two adventurers at home, at work, and on the road. We're your hosts, Christian and Annabelle. Join us as we explore the world and make our home together, wherever we end up. Because after all, home is... Off the beaten path. Hello, and welcome to episode 39 of Swept Together. The show where we talk about life, travel adventures, being entrepreneurs, and figuring out how to do that as a couple. Each week, it's our goal to bring you an inspiring message or talk to inspiring people that we know about how they've made their relationship work by traveling or being in business together. Yeah, last week, we talked with Jen Snyder of the Creating Your Own Path podcast, and it was a great interview. You don't want to miss that at all. So if you uh, haven't listened to that, go back and listen to it. Yeah, if you need to catch up on old episodes, you can subscribe to our show in iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher, and check out what we had to say that time we were in Mexico sipping margaritas. Well, you were sipping margaritas, because I wasn't. (laughs) One of my favorite episodes was episode 22, where we talked about um, how we travel extensively and what we do so that we can keep doing that. Yep, you can catch up on all the past shows by subscribing. And if you are on the podcast app on your iPhone, or if you're listening on iTunes via your Mac, I don't know, is is anything else? Does anything else use iTunes? I don't know, I guess you could use iTunes on Windows too. So if you're using iTunes on your computer, (laughs) go and, yeah, because you can download iTunes on Windows. I I know I'm pretty sure. Anyway, so if you uh, have that, or the podcast app on your iPhone, please go and rate us. And if you're feeling a little saucy, you can write us a review. We have instructions on how exactly to do that at swepttogether.com slash share the love. Okay, so now that we're done pandering to our listeners, let's talk about this week's show. Um, We are here at Lassen Volcanic National Park. What is... What number are we here now? Is it number eight for us Um, on this trip? I think it might be eight. I think it's eight. Our eighth national park (laughs) since we hit the road in April. Right. And um, so what is Lassen National or Lassen Volcanic National Park, you might be asking? Well, don't worry. No one else that we talked to has heard of it either, including us. We hadn't actually seen it or heard about it or known of its existence until like very recently. Yeah, we, Lassen Volcanic National Park is in the northeast part of California. It is the next largest area of hydrothermal activity west of Yellowstone. So everybody knows Yellowstone. This is like a mini Yellowstone. Yeah. Um, and don't worry, we didn't know all of this because we're scientists, because we're not. Um, we actually found it because we have this little book called the National Geographic um, Secrets of National Parks. Yes. And, you know, it's like uh, Annabelle was saying, it's like hydrothermal activity, talking about steam vents and bubbling mud pots and boiling pools all of which we didn't see on this trip. Right. We can't see any of those things. Well, we could, but 
We're not going to see any of those things. No, they're closed. Are they? Yeah, it's all that that park. Even even that side of the park, the trail to it is closed. Oh, the Bumpus no Hell. There's、yeah. a trail called Bumpus Hell. It's spelled like bump ass hell, um, and it's closed. I didn't realize how much was closed. Down yeah,、there. it's still closed. It, it's, it's I guess it's got too much snow on it still, and yeah, we can't. Even if we were in that part of the park, we we're not allowed to go to that part of the park. <laughs> Jeez! But we're really happy that we found it, despite it、uh, only having a half page in the book. Yep. Way, way, way in the back. So Lassen National Park is definitely off the beaten path, which is how we came up with this week's theme, which is things that we're doing that are off the beaten path, but also that are working out pretty well for us. Right, just like Lassen. You know, being here at Lassen is is pretty is pretty awesome.、Um, there's like no crowds here,、uh, unlike. Where we were in Yosemite, where all the crowds were. I mean, Yosemite was beautiful. Don't get me of wrong. Of course, of course. Because it's Yosemite, and it's like where it's popular for a reason. Right. I mean, John Muir was all about it. You know,、um, John Muir was also all about Lassen. I guess he was here. He I mean, was he traveled everywhere. everywhere. So he I mean, he was like the Johnny Cash of national parks. Right. He's been everywhere. Spreading his seed in the national park. Ew,、What? that sounds gross. What? <laughs> Why would you say that? <laughs> But at least there wasn't any crowds here to see him spreading his seeds. <laughs> gross. Anyway,、um, look, Lassen is、um, off the beaten path, like we said. But. It is really relatively easy to get to in terms of like driving here.、Yeah. I didn't really have any issues driving here on in Gulliver. Like, yeah, it, it was really straightforward. There wasn't straight like switchbacks or any places where I'm like, "Ooh, are we too tall? Are we going to scrape the top of our roof off?" And it also has an interesting history. Lassen became a national park after Lassen Peak erupted in 1915. Oh, really? I、yeah. thought that was just when it last erupted. I didn't know that was、it、what became, made it. Well, yeah, because they started. I guess the volcano eruption was what made people like know about this area. Oh, it and, took an entire volcano to erupt. And then people were like, "Hmm, I wonder." Last like, volcano was like, "Hey, I'm here, guys." Exactly. I don't know exactly like when it became a national park, but. It was after the volcano erupted. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. So it wasn't. So it's only been a national park for like less than a hundred years, maybe. Yeah. Well, the, I, I mean, mean the national parks have only existed right for for like a hundred and fifty years. I mean, didn't they? It started. I thought our passports were the centennial edition. Oh, I'm thinking of Canada. <laughs> What? <laughs> Sorry. They have a hundred fifty years of national parks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, they had a national park before us. I don't. I don't know. I thought they celebrated 150 years this year. That's why there was like all all the parks all were, free. were free. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. Anyway. I don't know. Lassen Peak. America's greatest idea stolen from Canada. <laughs> hmm. 
<laughs> Something doesn't seem right. I don't know. Our I facts really don't are know. probably wrong. Side effect of being in the middle of a national park, there's no internet where we can fact check the things that we're saying on our podcast. So you're welcome, listeners. Yeah. And anyway, so we took a trip today to um, what's called the devastated area, which is essentially where all of the like the lava flow and the snow melt of that eruption you know, yeah, affected that area. it happened in May, which caused avalanches. Avalanches and mud slides, apparently, because, you know, it was it heated up and melted all of the snow that was on there, obviously, because it's lava. And then it, like, ran down the side of the this area, and now it's called the devastated area. It's not as devastated anymore. Yeah, I mean, it has, like, trees, recovered like in little the last trees and years. things. But, yeah, I mean, it's not... It's not like the surrounding forest, you know, like the surrounding forest is like very mature, has really tall trees and things like that. The devastated area was, you know, it's more sandy, I guess. What, how would you call that? Yeah. Is it sandy? Yeah. It's all, it's like. I don't know if it's, that's not sand. It's something else. Well, it's, it's lava volcano, rock or yeah, something. Crushed but... up lava rock. Yeah. Ashes. I don't know. But it was pretty interesting. We saw huge boulders that were moved or like exploded off the top of the, mm-hmm. the volcano. And it was like thrown or moved by the mudslide slash avalanche slash lava, you know, like miles away from the crater. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, there's four kinds of volcanoes I found out via the guidebook. Mm. <laughs> and they are all here at Lassen Volcanic National Park. Wow. That's did you know cool. that? I did not know that. See, all kinds of cool things that uh, that we wouldn't have, like, found out right. had we not been to Lassen. Yeah, and it's supposedly, we haven't had, we haven't seen the stars because it's been cloudy. Wah, wah. But yeah, really. supposedly, you get great star viewing here because the air is really clear and there's there's not a really big city for i mean the only big city that i know of is like san francisco and that's like 200 something miles away right redding is close-ish but not yeah but redding is like a small you know small city not probably not it's not a metropolis yeah not a metropolis but the park is really beautiful the upsides of being here is that no, I mean, that no one else is here. We've done like four different trails and we've pretty much ran into no one. Yeah. On, on any of the any trails. Of them, except the devastated area. Yeah. That's... But that's, that trail was like a thousand feet long. So. Right. Um, yeah. But like all the trails had really pretty scenery there's Mm -hmm. this there's this bright green um lichen called staghorn lichen we'll set we'll post pictures of it or something yeah we've already posted a picture on the instagram yeah it's like bright green just like our jackets yeah and it's everywhere and it creates this creepy like eerie look about all the trees they look kind of furry (laughs) and some of them um and it looks like just like old worldy to me, I don't know. 
Yeah, today it's been rainy slash foggy slash really misty and pretty. It's getting me excited for the Pacific Northwest, which is where we're headed next. Yeah. And I, I'm excited. Yeah, so we've been to many of the more popular parks, you know, Grand Canyon, Yosemite, Sequoia. Um, but we're really glad we came to this one, even though it was off the beaten path, because it's just like really made us happy to be here. Yeah, I think so far, to be honest, my favorite experiences in parks have been in the ones where no, like where we actually got some solitude, where we're secluded and right. off the beaten like, path kind of thing. Like Grand Canyon is great, of course. I mean, it's at, like it's epic for a reason. Right. But I mean, it's the Grand Canyon. It's the Grand Canyon, but. I feel like we had such a better experience at Canyonlands where there wasn't anybody there and we were just walking around. In right. the same way that like when we sat in traffic at Yosemite, I was much happier driving through like Kings Canyon and Sequoia right next door. And I just think it's interesting that like, I mean, they're maybe not quite as postcard famous, but they're certainly gorgeous. Yeah. And I think it's only postcard famous because so many people have been there and like made postcards out of it. Right. So, I mean, I think the in terms of like scenery and beauty and all that, I think they still they rival each other, but in just, you know, they're just not as popular. Yeah. Well, I think that is one of the upsides to getting off the beaten path is that you get your own experience and you get some solitude from like what everybody else is doing and yeah what everybody else is doing is is also beautiful and beautiful pretty and and, and, f- and fine but uh, sometimes you just want to like get out there and do something different right and so far that's been like my favorite moments of the trip yeah but i guess on the flip side there are some downsides to being off the beaten path or maybe some inconveniences like oh, yeah. of the course fact that we can't get to more than half of the park because of snow. Right. I mean, I think if this was more of a popular park, they'd probably figure out a way to get rid of all that snow Right. by now. I mean, I know it snowed a lot here in the Sierra Nevadas. This year particularly. Yeah, but, you know, I think... Like, they would have gotten a bunch of snow plows or, you know, there would probably have been a bigger budget for that kind of stuff. But True. because Lassen isn't as heavily visited like Yosemite or some of these other parks, that's probably the reason why, you know, most of it is closed right now. And they're right. just kind of letting Mother Nature take its course right? to clear the snow for them. Mm-hmm. And we, it's been interesting because usually our typical routine when we get to a national park, we go to a visitor center or a ranger station and kind of ask questions and see what we should do and all of that kind of stuff. Well, we haven't had that option on this trip because there is no ranger station open. There's no visitor center in this part of, part of the park. Right. And we had to like bribe one of the rangers to go find a stamp yeah. for us. We needed to get our national parks passport stamped. And then she was like, I'm not supposed to do this, <laughs> but. 
We just outed her on the internet. Sorry, Oops. Ranger, Jill, Jane. Uh, I don't know. I'm just making that up now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we did, on the upside, we did get our passports stamped. So yeah. So that's good. But, And then, you know, in contrast, the campsites at Grand Canyon were... I mean, we had hookups. They oh, yeah. Were, like, was... pull-through sites. It was very, like, well-established. Whereas here... We don't have hookups. It's kind of like a weird configuration of a spot that we've had to kind of like back into. Right. I was very nervous on this, to be honest. Yeah. Because there's like trees. It's like a C-shaped driveway, right? Yeah. So it's like a rainbow type driveway. But it's not that big. Right. It's It's only like, let's say, 40 or so feet um, long. Right. And our, you know, Gulliver is 36 feet long. True. And this is like a C-shaped driveway kind of. <laughs> so, and then on either side of this thing, there are trees. And you know what happened? If you listen to a couple episodes back, you know what happened right. with Gulliver and a tree the other week. Like yep. Four or five weeks ago. Not good. Not good. Yeah. But you did great. Got us in here with no problems. But it's just, it's a... I don't know, a side effect of being somewhere where not a lot of people go. Yeah. It, it's it's still, you know, we've been able to to manage it and we haven't had any power outages. Yes. <laughs> or And we still have water to drink, so that's good. Yep. Okay, another thing that we do that is kind of off the beaten path, I think, I don't know, I maybe maybe it's not as off the beaten path. I'm not sure. But we we make our food... Um, differently. <laughs> Let me say that again. Yeah. That's totally not what I meant. I meant, <laughs> I meant like we don't prepare single meals, you know, or maybe like we don't do like a dinner and then like leftovers for lunch the next day. We do, we prepare everything in bulk. We buy everything in bulk at Costco or wherever we can. Um, we cook things in bulk and then we eat things in bulk. I don't know if that's like what normal you eat people. things in bulk <laughs> i eat normal person portions well okay no what i meant was that we <laughs> eat it in consecutive days for like yes. three to five days at a time so we'll eat the same thing for dinner for example like three or five three four or five nights a week that's true and and then like one one of the days we'll eat out mm-hmm. or whatever but i think as a you know uh, as a good side effect of of preparing it this way a we save a lot of money i think yeah on buying food and like not having a lot of food go to waste mm-hmm. and you know and in to- in terms of time for prepping yeah you know like we've got it down i think to a science because now after the initial you know cooking of the mm-hmm. food it only takes a few minutes to heat up dinner you know for a three or four three to five nights a week yeah instead of like prep time every night and then cook time every night you know like that doesn't happen with us because yeah. we only do it once i mean it's a marginal amount of t- extra time to to cook you know five meals right five five of the you know same meal mm-hmm. as it does of the you know one meal Yeah, I think there's definitely two camps of people in the world. Like, there's the people that can eat the same thing 
for days in a row and there's the people that can't. Yeah, I don't know. It, we if, happen to be the people who can. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, let's maybe put it out to the listeners. And if you guys, if you guys are, are, tell us which camp you are in. Yeah. Like, are we weirder than we think we are? Or, or is this like a normal? Are we less weird than we think we are? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know how normal of a thing this is. How normal do you think it is? I don't, I don't. I don't hear I of have, anybody. I mean, there's like people that do meal preps and stuff. Right. But, they plan like for the whole week. Right. But I don't know if it's like the same food. Right. For five. I feel five like nights. I've always been that way though. Like I could always eat. I would eat the same breakfast and the same lunch like every day during school. Yeah. But that's uh, why. Why? You had a meal plan for school. Well, not in college. Oh. I'm. I'm talking like way back. Why? You had parents to cook you food. No, they. I made my own lunches. Oh, really? Um, yeah. No. Oh. And I would just make bring the same thing every single time. Hmm. But I, I'm a creature of habit. It never bothered me to eat the same thing all the time. So it continues into my adulthood. We, <laughs> we eat pretty much the same thing for breakfast, same thing for... For lunch. Several days in a row, just the same thing. Yeah. Which, you know... It works. Yeah, I mean, we we have our go-to things, you know, spaghetti and chili, um, cashew chicken, you know, those kinds of things. We need to make that lemongrass curry again. It was delicious. Yeah, it was. And then we can... Eat on it for like four days. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Another thing we do a lot less of these days is shopping slash spending money. Right. Well, I mean, you know, trips to the mall have pretty bit have been pretty infrequent anyway but nowadays it is even less so because right. like there's not a mall for like 100 miles right from here or pl- places that we've been at you know recently i mean nor is there really room in the rv for much new stuff new stuff like we right. have we are using every single hanger we own right now so it's not like we could go out and buy a new shirt. I mean, we could, but we'd have to either also buy a new hanger or get rid of something we already have. Right. I mean, I think that's what uh, Alyssa and Rodney of the Serial Homesteaders said, that they have a rule now Yeah. that if they want something that goes in to the closet, then something has to come out of the closet because yep. they are also very limited on space. Yep. And online shopping has like trickled to just like the bare minimum yeah. things because, you know, we don't have a an address. Right. <laughs> I mean, we do, but Shipping it's way back home. is probably the most inconvenient thing about RVing so far. Right. I it's, would say. I mean, I think that's a good thing, though, because, you know, there's a there's a way that you can did you know this? There's a way on Amazon to download all of the orders you've ever ordered. And then it like spits it out in an Excel spreadsheet. Did you know that? Ooh, that sounds dangerous. Yeah, I did that one time. And I oh. was like, I was shocked at how much over the years. And I was like, whoa, I had been shopping on Amazon since like 2001. Wow. Or something like that. Because it, it Keeps track of all of your that is really orders. insane. Yeah, and it also keeps track of how much you spent 
you just oh god <laughs> <laughs> and it was a ridiculous amount it was insane how much i've spent on in amazon yeah i mean we've definitely you're welcome jeff bezos <laughs> we're coming to seattle and visiting you i we... want a rebate <laughs> yeah exactly we uh... well, like a tour <laughs> of the amazon office <laughs> I mean, we definitely. I feel like that should be at least a ticket to 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 say hello to Jeff. How much I've spent at his damn store online. Oh God. <laughs> Ooh. Um. Yeah, I mean, we've definitely purchased some things on Amazon over the few weeks when we've been with family, and you know, it's kind of easy. They have, you know, we have Prime shipping. If we know we need something, it's better than trying to find a store that has it wherever we happen to be. But like some of the things that I've I've purchased are things for the RV. Like, yeah, um, I changed out the incandescent light bulbs in the RV to LED lights mm-hmm. because, you know, when we're when we're out. Hashtag boondocking. Boondocking, which <laughs> is no hookups, you know, dry camping, basically um, no electricity except our own. It's really um, critical that we have. You know, things that use less electricity. Yeah, like Mm -hmm. LED lights versus incandescent lights. You know, incandescent lights that that use 10 watts of energy um, versus LED lights that put out the same amount of brightness but do it in one watt. That's like huge, like 10% 10 of our energy usage. And it might not sound like much, (laughs) but when my battery anxiety spikes (laughs) because my little voltmeter thing says that we're low on battery i'm like oh i wish we had led lights so then i did that (laughs) yeah but i mean the main thing is that we realize that we have everything that we already need and yeah that's a mindset that we have we have everything that we need already (laughs) 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 that backwards yeah so there's nothing really I mean we're only making purchases at this point if they really add value to our lives. Yeah. Like LED lights or I bought an iced tea pitcher or rather just a pitcher that I could use for iced tea cuz we were making iced tea and if you make iced tea you know that you have to you know you heat up the water then you steep the tea then you have to like add sugar and then you have to cool it down and it's like this whole process that like sometimes you just really want to drink tea we didn't have any sort of pitcher of any kind except for our water filter so we got a second pitcher yeah but basically we're not making like random purchases right just because they look appealing right or you know it's not like um what are those like purchases that that you do at the store, you know, that at impulse the, at, yeah, the ones at the, the checkout counter, you know, we don't do any of oh, that yeah. anymore because we're not, we're not checking out yeah, <laughs> any of the true. grocery store. Oh yeah. At the grocery store. But yeah, basically yeah. all of our money these days goes to groceries and gas. So in addition to these like lifestyle changes, I guess that we've made that are kind of a, a consequence or a, result of you know choosing to live in the rv uh we've also decided to do things differently you know kind of off the beaten path in our career lives as well 
which we talked about a lot in last week's episode with Jen, that like, you know, creating your own path is a thing and you don't have to necessarily follow the... How it's been done right. in the in the last few decades because, you know, like in the last few decades, it's been like work for, well, first you start off going to school and getting a bachelor's degree and then going and finding a job at some company and then staying there for a while. And, and then like used to be you could get pension too. Right. But then now like that went away. Yeah. And then it was like, 401ks and mm-hmm. things like that but that wasn't exactly like pension either that was like fraught with risk yeah you know as opposed to pension which was like guaranteed right now it's not guaranteed and then so people started doing things differently well, and i've never gotten a 401k even Matching? when i had a full-time job oh really? oh yeah that's right you didn't nope. have no 401k so no 401k matching so let me some, some people don't even do that or even right. have that kind of benefit so you're on your own when you get old, basically. Right. right. <laughs> so, or you better hope that your kids still like you. If that's the case, if you're on your own, then you might as well kind of go on your own because, you know, corporations. I've seen, you know, I've worked at a place where, you know, somebody was, in, you know, we were in consulting mm-hmm. and then somebody was on a contract for like two years straight. They were billable for two years and then almost... Like they the the contract ended because that's the way things go, mm-hmm. and then literally two weeks later he got let go because there was nothing for him to do um you know immediately right and I was like man th- this is a guy who's a good worker you know he wasn't like you know a jerk to work with or anything and then like the company can just be like well it's just the numbers so your number was up right. And I, I looked at that and I was like, whoa, this is, there is like zero job security at all, even in a big company like, you know, the one I worked for. Right. Well, I mean, you kind of essentially had the same thing happen to you where right. there was no work coming in for the company. And so. Yeah. And then so they were like, well, it's the numbers. To go. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but yeah, so. There's this, you know, kind of, I don't know, just like excitement with being able to say, you know, I don't think I want to do the corporate thing. I want to try to make this work another way. Right. And, you know, I, it's kind of like Lassen and, I don't know, Yosemite or Yellowstone, like... Tons of people do it, and so in this case, what Lassen is the, the the like not entrepreneurial entrepreneurial, and Yellowstone is like the corporate the traditional career path, right? And like lots of people do it, and they have a great time, and you know it. But it's crowded, it and it sucks sometimes, <laughs> and it's got lots of but, traffic. <laughs> yeah, it's got lots of traffic. Yeah, commutes, man, I do not miss those. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah. So but there's, you know, there's maybe more I don't want to say more resources, but it's just like more established. Right. And less uncertainty. Right. We where, know, you know, going into the valley, you're like, okay, here's here's Bridal Falls. Take lots of pictures here. 
Right. Here's shuttle to, stop A, shuttle right. stop B, shuttle stop C, and you just right. like go around. Um, so there's like good things about both those things, but we're like kind of in the Lassen volcanic stage of our lives right now. <laughs> right. Where there's not many crowds, still lots of pretty things to see, mm-hmm. but you kind of have to get here. Yeah, there's there's <laughs> on more your own. there's more uncertainty for sure. Right. Um but yeah, it's still really pretty. And uh I don't know, I'm happy that we're doing what we're doing. We were just talking about this in the car. We were driving this morning just like we we drove into town so that I could take a call and you know because ps at lassen there's zero zero service cell service except when you like hike up really high i got a little bit of service but one bar one bar um not enough for a call so anyway we drove early this morning drove into town to get some internet for a short period of time to do work because yes we are working occasionally and we were driving back into the park. It was just like so beautiful. The drive, just like with the fog through the trees. Yeah, and the trees were like a little moist, <laughs> a little damp. Yeah, the trees were still damp from yeah, it was just last like night's misty. rain. And so we, you know, we were driving, driving on this beautiful road, and I. You know, I th- I still think to myself, like, I can't believe that we're doing this. I can't believe this is really what we're doing, that we're, like, on the road, in this RV, trying to, you know, like, I don't know, like, make our own jobs. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that doesn't, that, that comes with some amount of risk, too, right? Because, like, we were talking right. about, you know, like, is money going to run out, you know? Right. This or is a happens. this is a real fear sometimes. Right. It's a real fear because we don't know, you know, how to we're we're faced with like being able to budget with a non consistent amount of money that comes in every yeah. month. So and we don't know heard, exactly I mean, how much. We've talked about budgeting on the show many times. Right. I and think at episode that point, six was maybe our big budgeting episode. Right. At that point we both had like steady incomes mm-hmm. and we knew how much was coming in so it was really easy to do that so we'll have to figure out yeah we're like we're doing like that right now budgeting update once we like figure out a good system how to budget with an inconsistent or variable i guess variable income income yeah so once we figure that out we'll let you guys know <laughs> we will update you but yeah it's you know there's like kind of that that nervousness of like when is money going to come in? Like, when are we going to book a client? Or how many people are going to stay at our Airbnb? Or whatever the case may be. Kind of that just not knowing where things are going to come from. Even though, you know, so far it's all worked out okay. Right. And we traded off for things like being able to do the things that we are doing now. You know, trade that, that security Right. But see, even even that me saying security is like false because I just gave an example of like how not truly secure things are, even in a corporate setting. Right. Because it could be just all about the numbers and, you know, like senior management can just be like, well, see you later. Right. Or, you know, if you're working and, you know, 
a company buys out another company mm -hmm. and then they're like well there's too many of the same kind of people so you know you you're you're getting downsized or whatever right. they call that it's maybe not so much security as it is like predictability and i think to a degree there's like less that needs to fit you need to figure out when because like when you have a job oh yeah you don't have to figure out how much to charge because you get a paycheck you right. don't have to figure out do how to get clients because you have a manager who says, here's what you're going to do. You know, there's a lot, there's, it's just a different demand on your, like. Right. It's a different skill set, yeah. I think. Like you're just doing the one task that you're supposed to be doing. And then in an entrepreneurial role, you're doing all the things. All the tasks. Yeah. And. You might not be good at all those tasks because you yeah. might not have had any, you know, Experience. if you're not good at accounting, then, you know, doing the books for your business is going to be hard. Right. And so that's why they say, you know, like, as soon as you can, you know, outsource those things that you don't know how to do. Right. But, you know. Like like uh, Jen was talking about last week with us, you can't outsource to people that you can't afford to outsource to. Right. Right. Which is totally true. So then you end up doing all of those things yourself. Yeah. It's... But then, you know, again, there's trade-offs. Right. There's absolutely trade-offs. And so there's a lot of upsides, which we've, you know, we've talked about a lot on the podcast today and other episodes just how i mean gosh i would recommend doing something like this to anybody despite the fact that sometimes i panic about the bank account right i think what it comes down to is that there's like a lot of noise just out there in the world about what you should do or what you shouldn't do and how you should do things. But really, like, when it comes down to it, there's no, like, one right way or one, like, magic bullet to figuring out, like, this is the way you need to do life and then everything will work and you'll be happy and, like, there's, like, and everyone will hire you and whatever. Like, there's no magic way to do that as much as we wish that there was. So even like this podcast and us saying like, oh, we're doing all these, you know, we're like quit our jobs and moved into an RV and we're driving around the country. Like that's not necessarily like the magic bullet to happy happiness either. Right. It's just that's something that we wanted to do and it's working out for it's us. It's working for us right yeah. now because we've, we've figured out what works for us right now. Yeah. And this is that. Yeah. So hopefully by now, the next thing we're going to do is not something off the beaten path, and that is called the sweep up. The sweep up. Do -do 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 -do. <laughs> I don't know why I always feel like saying that. <laughs> what made you feel loved today? Uh, what made me feel loved today was when we were walking around the Lily Pond trail. We found this awesome trail called the lily pond trail and it leads to a pond with lilies obviously and um no one saw that coming 
and um, my phone, we we switched like roles. So, like normally, I take pictures, and then we switched, and then you took pictures, and then you were like telling me where to go, and then you know, being like, I think this would be a cool picture, and then you took pictures of me while I was doing stuff, and that was fun, and that made me feel loved because you were like, you know. Directing a photo shoot, starring me. <laughs> yes. What made you feel loved today? It made me feel loved that you were willing to drive me into town for a call. And when we got there to the cafe, I looked at my <laughs> calendar and realized, I like, I'm still trying to figure out this whole time zone thing. I used to roll my eyes at people who were like, I have a hard time with time zones, but like I'm having a hard time with time zones. (laughs) And this person that I was, that I talked to this morning, initially when I tried to talk, you know, schedule a call with her a few weeks ago, I messed up the time zones and like showed up an hour late. And so we had to reschedule. And then today we get to the coffee shop. I pull up my calendar and I'm like, we're an hour early <laughs> for my call, which I guess is better than being an hour late. But I just appreciated that you were like rolling with the punches and like didn't mind that we had to wait around for an hour. I mean, we made it work. We had had our computers and stuff, so we we got stuff done. But I just appreciated that you uh, <laughs> were... Uh, a good sport about my timing confusion that we'll made have, me feel loved. We'll have to work on your your time zones. <laughs> Google Calendar, stop <laughs> failing me. What about you guys? What made you feel loved today? We'd love to hear about some of the off-the-beaten-path things that maybe you've done in the States so that maybe we can hit them up on our road trip. Yeah, we're heading. We're heading into Oregon and Washington next, soon in the next week or so. Um, we'll be moving up the coast into those the Pacific Northwest. So yeah, hit us up with some ideas of things we should do because I am really excited. And if you've enjoyed this week's episode, we'd love to hear from you. You can find us on all the social media channels. Pretty much, we are at Swept Together. Yeah, and if you um, enjoy the show, share us with your friends, your loved ones, your significant other, or anyone who you think would be entertained or educated by our conversations about love and life, travel and business, adventure, excitement, all things non-Jedi-y. <laughs> Jedi craves not those things. But Jedis do crave subscribing to our show. Yeah. So you can do that on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher. Yeah. And, you know, this week we talked about being off the beaten path. And sometimes it's okay to play safe, you know, and stay on the well-worn path. We're here at Lassen Volcanic National Park. And the guidebooks definitely say to stay on the path because... There are like steam vents and mud pots that are <laughs> boiling with hot water 
So that's definitely a good time to stay on the well-worn, not off the making your own path, you know, trail. (laughs) Don't go there. Don't burn your leg off in boiling mud. Right. They also say that at Yellowstone too. Don't don't stray off the path. Right. Like it always blows my mind, those pictures of people in Yellowstone like 100 years ago. And they're just like standing next to old old faithful. Right. And you're like, oh, my God, you're going to fall in. They yeah. didn't, but I'm well, actually, I'm probably sure that at least somebody did. There's a reason that they put those signs up. Probably. Somebody burnt their leg off in boiling mud. But, you know, many times the least traveled paths lead to beautiful places like like Lassen. Um, right. You know, that's a physical place or a beautiful place within yourself. Yeah. These kinds of things aren't easy often getting off the beaten path means more work and that it's going to be more uncomfortable but yeah and it's uh, usually you're like really rewarded with beautiful views yeah and it's like a a path of you know self-discovery sometimes Mm -hmm. so we hope you have enjoyed talking with us this week And we invite you to come back next week and every week for a brand new episode of Swept Together. Yeah, thank you for your encouragement on all of our episodes so far. I cannot believe we're almost to 40 episodes. Yeah. Um, It just means a whole lot to us that you guys are, are supporting the show. And we love you guys. Love you. Check, 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 check. What is the title? Um, Where we beat the path off. (laughs) (laughs) Nope, not even a little bit. (laughs) Oh, you think you're so funny, babe. Cowboy heard us talking about food and he was like, oh, that sounds like a good idea right now. Crunch, 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 crunch. Crunchy, crunch, 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 crunch. (laughs) I'm I'm glad this only records audio. I'm going to... I quit. I quit.